Hello guys and welcome again. Today I have announcements to make. So 12th of February was a really big day for me. I launched my website and tied up with two companies. Subsarans, who provides wide range of supplements, would also provide you 15% off with my code FITFACT. I will also provide these details on my Instagram bio. So if you are in Melbourne, Australia, you can also get infrared sauna, ice baths or oxygen therapy with 50% code again. The code will also be on my Instagram account. The code is FITFACT15. So if you're in Melbourne, you can choose that. With the Subsaras, you can order online and they ships all over Australia. Unfortunately, for outside of Australia, I don't have anything yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> so it will be soon. These companies also listed on my website as well. The website also have links to these companies, which is Subsaras and Regen Wellness Center. If you go to my website, scroll all the way down, you'll see these two companies you can just click on it and you're on your way to book your appointment or order anything you want to order online i wish you guys all the best ordering all these things and thank you for all your support so far and in the future Welcome to the Fit Fact King podcast, where we share the experiences of athletes, personal trainers, and health coaches. We talk about their struggles, mindset, habits, motivation, and most importantly, why they started. If you're looking to optimize your health, then this is the podcast for you. In a world of misinformation, get the facts about getting fit with your host, Amar Graywald. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of the Fit Fact King. Guys, I have been chasing today's guest for quite a while and finally we made a time. Norwick is the perfect example whose profile tells you that he has some knowledge about health and fitness. I wasn't wrong. I was happy that I chased this person when I found he grew up seeing bodybuilders around him. From his young age, he was shown why health is so important. His dad was bodybuilder, mom was fitness instructor, uncle's bodybuilder, brother who owned gym. So listen to his mindset, living in such environment and how that made him what he is today. And what he has learned from having 17, 18 years of experience. Please welcome Norwick. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. I'm glad you made some time to be here and then share your experiences and your knowledge with us. Norway, can I just ask you to start with your um with your introduction? Like, how do you do? Like, how long you've been doing this? Okay, so I've been a personal trainer since two thousand and five, and uh, how it started actually is that uh, I was just working out in the gym and uh, doing my own thing, minding my own business. And uh, one of the managers, uh, the manager approached me and uh, asked if I was interested in uh, becoming a personal trainer. So I told him that. Uh, it's never crossed my mind uh, to become a personal trainer, but coming from a uh, you know family fitness background, my mom being a fitness uh, instructor, my dad being a bodybuilder, two of my brothers and owning operating a gym and being competitive bodybuilders, this is all back in the Philippines. Um, you know, four of my uncles on my mom's side being you know bodybuilders and working and owning uh, their own gym in the Philippines. And actually, one uncle is uh, a bodybuilding judge back home. But, okay. uh, I guess it was my uh, it was uh, my path had been uh, chosen for me <laughs> since. And um, I started with you know obviously with one client, and uh, people saw how I was training that client and the results that I was getting that client. Yeah. And uh, I quickly became popular in that gym. Um, about a year, less than a year after getting hired, I became the head trainer. And then a year after uh, being a head trainer of that gym, I became the the health center manager. So I was managing all the personal trainers. I was managing the physiotherapists, the chiropractors, the massage therapists. And there was such a at such a young age. So I was about nineteen, twenty, when you know when all that was happening. And that gym in in back in the day where where we're from, that was known as the bodybuilding gym. So we had a lot of IFBB pros, um, you know, training out of that gym, some IFBB pros, uh, training their clients at that gym. So for me, seeing the quality of training and the quality of service being provided to personal trainers gave me, you know, kind of, kind of gave me, um, um, like a base of how personal training, uh, should be like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's more than just, 
you know, helping somebody, you know, lose 10, 20 pounds. Mm. It's, you know, being there for them, you know, uh, being their, being their friend, being their mentor and, yeah. uh, w- and uh, helping them achieve, you know, their goals. And uh, of course, uh, overcoming a lot of obstacles, a lot of barriers. And, um, you know, of course, life gets in the way uh, for most people. Yes. So uh, as a personal trainer, if, you know, whatever's getting in the way in their life is getting in the way of them achieving their goals, then I know that I have to you know, help them manage their life a little bit better or whatever stressing that that's, that's causing them in, in their life to try to manage that stress. Yeah. Uh, so they don't, so they can uh, continue to focus on uh, achieving their goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear about, because you said, your dad was a bodybuilder and your mom was fitness instructor. You have uncles like who are bodybuilders. You have brothers, you know, or cousins like who owns gyms. Tell me your mindset when you were growing up with this, like sort of surrounded by people who are like health freaks, you know, going to gym, lifting weights, you know, like not every kid used to like it. It's not kid uh, common for every kid to see all this when they're growing up. All this is like eating junk food you know, getting McDonald's every night here and there or getting KFC here and there and then, you know, eating like drinking sodas or anything. Tell me what your mindset, like how were you trained from beginning, you know, like of course, if, if your mom was first instructor, she, she would have, you know, like focused on healthy healthy eating or, you know, keeping Absolutely. your health safe. Tell me, a little, tell me a little bit about your mindset when you were growing up. So because this was natural to me and this was happening as I was growing up, that uh, to me, that was the normal way of, 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 of living, you know, working out to be, to be healthy, you know, um, working out to, to, to develop strong, resilient bodies, um, eating, eating the right foods to, you know, to focus on your health. Um, for me, that was the standard growing up. So there was no, there was no, you know, a lazy lifestyle. There was no sedentary lifestyle. Um, all throughout, you know, my childhood, I was the only thing I can think of remember is just being active all the time. We didn't. I mean, we had a TV, but uh, I don't really remember my mom putting me in front of the TV. It was always from you know when I wake up, uh, doing my chores, and I'm talking about like being you know you know three years old having chores. You know what I mean? Um, there was no. Um, no, you know, sleeping in. I, I was, I was very routine growing up as a kid, and that's why um, my life now, like the only way I know how to live is following a specific routine uh, for myself. And I try to give my clients the same kind of experience. You know, put them in a routine, um, make it their lifestyle. So it's more than somebody wants to wants to lose weight. Hey, you know what? I'm getting ready for a wedding and. 16 weeks, I want to, I want to lose, you know, 15, 20 pounds. So they're giving me a number right there and a deadline, but I'm still focusing on the whole, you know, entire picture, putting in, in their mind that this is more than just, um, you know, losing, you know, the weight that you want to lose for the event that you want to, you want to look good for. Um, This is just a way to get you to start this healthy lifestyle you're going to carry on for the rest of your life it's not like you're gonna, we're going to achieve you're going to achieve your goals we're going to achieve your goal you know together and then that's it after that so when you were growing up did you ever ask about junk food or um you get in trouble of like you can't have junk food or you were just still eating um kfc or did you get a chance to eat all that um i think it was grade one i had graduated and they took me to uh to uh, to McDonald's, I remember we went to McDonald's and they had a um, the, the the playroom in there, and uh, I spent most of my time, you know, in the in the the, the with the jungle bars and the slides running around. I don't remember so much the eating part. I think I must have a couple of bites there, but uh, the the only memory of myself having takeout was uh, was that one memory when I graduated. I think it was going into a grade one. Oh, okay. That's interesting, isn't it? So, of course, um, living with healthy parents, living with all these people, um, have you learned, like, you must have learned the importance of health. So what do you think the, like, it plays the role in your normal life, in your daily routine? 
to having a healthy life? Uh, let's talk about nutrition, for example. And I always like to to compare nutrition with uh, a performance car, right? And um, if you're if you're if you're eating a bunch of junk food, right? Processed foods, you know, the more the pro the more processed the food is, the less your body recognizes it as food. So therefore, you might feel full from whatever you're eating, but most of the most of that is just sitting there. Your body's like, what what's this inside here, right? And um, you're missing out a lot on the nutrients and the key nutrients that your body needs to be able to function optimally, right? And it's the same thing with a high-performance car. You know, there's different types of gases. There's, you know, the low-grade, the mid-grade, and the high-grade. You put a low-grade on a Ferrari, that Ferrari, that engine is going to chuckle. It's going to be sluggish, <laughs> you know. You, know, you keep seen. doing that, and in, and in the long run, that engine is, is going to break down. You're going to be causing some serious damage in there, and this is exactly the same way with us, right? Um, um, I noticed that if I go and have a, a bad, you know, cheat day or cheat meal the next day, and I try to work out, try to burn it off, um, um, I'm gassed between sets and, you know, sometimes I'm in the middle of a set and I'm, I'm gasping for air. So it's like, wow, I, I can't even finish this, this set, yeah, I know, I you know, know, with this weight that I normally work with and, you know, somewhat comfortable with, right? So my, my performance gets really affected. And in, in, in terms of, you know, how I am outside of the gym, my mind is much more cloudy. Um, I just feel like crap. My stomach feels heavy, right? But if, if, if I'm eating food, if I'm eating, you know, you know, high quality nutritious foods, the next day I can perform much better in the gym, recover faster between sets and, um, and not, not feel so gassed, you know, during a set, you know, between sets, my yeah. performance is, is a lot higher. And then outside, of the gym, um, I can I just feel better, you know, less cloudy, less foggy brain. Hundred percent. Do you feel light as well? Like you feel light when you're eating like good food? Like it's cold. Like it's not. It makes you feel light, and then it makes you feel happy as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, you know, certain types of of, of like foods uh, affect your body in, in different ways. And you know, for example, if you're putting if you're putting in you know high nutritious. Um, Foods inside your body, and it'll be able to function much better. And starting with the brain, you know, the brain's preferred source of, of food is is sugars, right? So if you're eating good quality sugars, then your yeah. body will be able to, uh, your brain will be able to function um, at a very high level. As your your PT, and then tell me, run run through me, run me through your daily routine from morning to night. Like, how do you start your day? What time do you get up? What do you do all day? What's your, what's your daily routine? Okay, so my life is pretty hectic, and and as we know, we have tried to book this call many times. So what yeah, I do, and what finally I, we my got routine it. Looks, <laughs> and finally we got it. Uh, my daily routine: I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. And um, I'm having, I drink my, uh, I like to have my coffee first thing in the morning, get myself going, you know, get a boost of energy. Um, it just, sometimes I don't need the coffee, but I find like maybe it's just the taste or maybe just the, the habit of having, you know, I think small it's, little for coffee. Me, for me also, it's habit because um, I don't like need coffee, but it's good to have a coffee in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So then I head to the gym. I'm at the gym. Uh, six o'clock. So I work out for exactly one hour. So I set the time six o'clock by seven o'clock on the dot. I'm already finished, if not finishing my last set. And then from the gym, uh, I don't live too far away from the gym. So I get home 15 minutes later. And uh, what usually happens when I get home is uh, I have about half an hour to work on some of my content that I'm putting out for uh, for social media. So a little bit of editing the videos that I've taken at the gym or some of my uh, videos that I've um, you know, filmed uh, the night before. And then I get my son ready. Ready. I have a three and a half year old. So I wake him up, brush his teeth, clothe him, cook his breakfast, feed him, get him ready for school. And then his mom takes him to school. So from uh, uh, once he's gone, then I start training clients. And I usually have about you know four back-to-back -back clients in a row. 
between clients, you know, maybe when one is finishing up and the other one is warming up, I'm replying to, uh, to, to, to messages, to, um, to, uh, to my DMs, emails, yep, any yep. messages from my online clients and other mm-hmm. asking. Yeah. So get back to them. And, uh, so, and then I have usually in the afternoon, I have uh, three hours break in the afternoon where I'm at the office, uh, working on my, uh, my content, working on articles, um, trying to figure out, you know, what content I'm going to be putting out uh, throughout the week, answering any, uh, any questions being uh, thrown at me on social media. Right. And, um, I pick up my son. I leave my house at three fifteen. pick up my son. We get home at, uh, just before four o'clock and then his mom takes over from there. Then I have, uh, four or five clients uh, in a row and then same thing, you know, between clients again, you know, uh, getting back to emails, messages or anything like that. And, um, after I train my client, it's usually around eight 30 uh, at night when I finish my last client and I put my son to sleep. And then, uh, then it's me time, but my me time is answering some more questions and getting back to some of my online clients because I have, uh, clients that live in uh, different time zones, right? So the only time that I can communicate with them if they need to speak to me is uh, later at night. And, um, not as much as I preach to everybody how sleep is important. Uh, that's something that I've been battling with for a long time. Even, even when I was a kid, my mom said that I, had a sleeping problem, it would be hard for me to fall asleep and be hard for me to stay asleep. And that's the same thing now, especially when my son wakes up in the middle of the night, comes to our bed. Uh, you know, I wake up, try to, uh, try to you know, calm him down and tuck him in and put him to sleep. And then I go back to sleep. So, um, if I'm lucky, I get a full five hours sleep at night and I know it's not enough. I know it's not healthy, but, um, it's something that I'm, that I'm still working on. You know, you know, people these days, they make excuses that, you know, um, I've got kids, I've got this, like you doing it with your son, like he's three and a half years old and your day is all hectic and you got this, all these dad duties that you'd have to do, you know, it's, it's, of course, it should be inspiring for many people who are just make excuses. I've got kids, I got this, I got work, I got that. So I don't have time to go to gym. Do you get sort of clients like this? All the time. All the time. You know, somebody will reach out to me and say, I need some help. And I want to lose weight. You know, of course, I try to get, you know, I try to dig deep and you know, find a root cause of why they want to lose weight. And, um, and they say, oh, you know what? Okay. It's like right now my life is uh, pretty hectic. I'm waiting for the best time. Um, and then I'll, and then I'll contact you again. I said, that's never going to happen. You know, it's human nature to proc- to proc- procrastinate. Yes. And what happens when you procrastinate? You end up not doing it. Not and doing it. That's not just that. That's not just about fitness. That's about everything else. Everything. You know, exactly. Like, like, in life, right? Actually, the best time to start is when you're busy, right? Because when shit hits the fan, you're more likely to stick to your routine. Yeah, exactly. When you learn how to start when your schedule is already busy. Yeah. And um, I mean, it, it's because people aren't thinking about if, if a lot of the people that come to me, they, you know, they're new to fitness. They're starting out their, you know, their, their fitness journey. So they haven't felt the benefits of being fit, you know, um, feeling great, feeling confident, having extra energy, uh, just feeling strong and just feeling amazing. Like, a, like, like this drug, because they haven't felt that before, then they're less inclined to you know, step away from their comfort zone and do something uncomfortable and new for them, uh, such as, you know, breaking their current routine. So a lot of people fear that, right? And um, when my son was... It also comes to time management as well, isn't it? Like you learn more about time management when you are busy and you want to put this in your schedule, like something that you really, that is important for your life as well. If you want to put that in your schedule, it becomes to like how you manage your time in all day. Exactly. So a lot of people will tell me, um, I have a busy schedule. So what I do is let me see your schedule. And then I put in their schedule when they're going to be training. Right. And, uh, I mean, you don't have to go to the gym for two or three hours. I only have exactly one hour. And that one hour starts from when I put the truck in park 
So I'm doing my last set is exactly one hour. So my actual workout is, is about maybe minutes. about 45 minutes. Yeah, right? about I mean, if you want to count, yeah, yeah, count yeah. the warm-up. Exactly. If you want to count the warm-up in 50 <laughs> minutes, right? So that's the thing. It's, it's, you, have to, you have to put it in your schedule. No, you're not, don't wait for the perfect time to come because it's, it's not going to come. You've, you've had the schedule for so many years. You know, let's say for 10 years, you've had the same type of schedule. So if in 10 years, your schedule hasn't opened up for yourself, for your health, it's not, you know, you can wait for another 10 years. It's not going to open up unless you open it up and look at your schedule and say, I'm going to train at that time, right? For me, because I'm so busy that the only time that I can train is six o'clock in the morning and I'm not a morning person. For me, I'm at my strongest, usually around lunchtime or just before lunchtime. And, um, but, you know, I, I, I wish I can train at that time, but my just my, my schedule is just so busy, so I have no choice but to train. Uh, you know, first thing in the morning at six o'clock in the morning. Well, I, my my favorite time is also in the morning. Like I'm usually uh, like at five o'clock. You know, first thing it comes to go to the gym, and there's, there's nothing else comes in the mind. Exactly. You know, as you do is talking about sleep. Like I haven't haven't had sleep like you know for many years, like more than six hours. And some people say, like, how do you perform? How do you do all this without having uh, more sleep? And what do you think the like the ideal amount of hours in the sleep that you have to have? Well, you know they say at least minimum eight hours, right? But for me, if I if I get you know more than six hours of sleep for some reason, I'm just lethargic for the whole day. I'm moody. My wife doesn't want to be around me, right? She'll tell me go to the gym. I'll be like, why? She's like, because you need to go to the gym, <laughs> right? Um, so. I guess everybody's different, right? Uh, for me, um, you know, the five, you know, the five hours sleep, obviously it's not enough, you know, maybe, maybe six, maybe six hours would be optimal for me, but I take what I can, uh, what I can get. And if I have time to nap during the day, if my son is home and I'm putting him to nap, then I'll nap with him, right? So I try to make up for it in the middle, and, uh, you know, whenever I can in the day. But when, when people ask me, it's like, oh, with that lack of sleep and all, all this, you know, physical activity you're doing, like, like how do you feel? So I said, then I tell them, imagine if you weren't living a healthy and active lifestyle and you didn't get any sleep, how would you feel? Like I'm, I'm running, I'm, 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 I have the energy that I have right now on such little sleep because of my physical fitness. Right, so imagine me not being fit and having, you know, five hours of sleep at night. Then I definitely wouldn't be able to function. Hundred yeah, percent. That's true. True. With the basic information on supplements, if someone's starting like a beginners, um, what sort of supplements would you recommend for them to be on? Like, do you recommend any particular supplements to start on? Okay. Um, I used to be a supplement junkie, and that was actually sponsored by. Uh, a supplement company while I was uh, competing in bodybuilding. I was sponsored by uh, a store uh, as well. And um, I used to just have like my, uh, my storage room at my old house, which is filled with supplements. And, um, you know, I tried it all. And then one day I said, like, let me just, I don't know, for some reason, let me just try without any supplements. And I didn't really see a big, um, a difference with me taking all those supplements. And I'm talking about, you know, fat burner, pre-workout, creatine, glutamine, um, BCAA, EAA, uh, post-workout supplements. Um, I didn't find a, a pretty big difference, but I always tell people to always remember supplements are nothing more but something to supplement your diet. So if your diet is on point, then you don't need to take extra supplements. So, for example, um, if I'm hitting my uh, my my target goal of my protein intake in the day from you know, whole foods, meats, then I don't need to supplement with protein powder, right? But if my schedule is super hectic that day and I have no time to eat, but I still need to hit my my protein targets for the day, then a quick shake, you know, while I'm training a client or while I'm in a Zoom call or while I'm in a meeting. Uh, you know, will, will, will help rather than skipping a meal, right? 
but uh, there's also no, another way to uh, to look at it. So if you're a high performing athlete performing at a hundred percent, and you know, the only day, you know, we say that um, well, professionals will say, experts will say that the supplements are only probably about five percent at most beneficial. Then, but if you're performing at a hundred percent already, I mean, your training is a hundred percent, your 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 recovery is at a hundred percent, your nutrition is a hundred percent. That five percent will make a difference. But if you're just somebody who's starting out, yeah. I say you know, focus on the basics. First of all, mm-hmm. not enough, not enough people drink enough water. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right? And this is this is key. If you want to build muscle, recover, or if you're just working out for health benefits, you need to make sure that you're properly hydrated. Your muscle cells are are made up made up of uh, seventy to eighty percent water. So if you're not if you're not properly you know hydrating your muscle cells, it's it's not gonna grow if you're trying to grow. It's not gonna recover. It's not gonna repair. Hundred percent. That's true. And that's the that's the information some people like need to know. Like they need to be told when they start. Like some trainers don't don't tell this. Like you know they say like okay, you paid me your fees. This is what you're doing. This is your training schedule. Go do it. You know they don't tell you the nutrition importance. They don't tell you the water importance. Exactly. And you know a lot of a lot of guys will will come to me and say you know what I want to be like you. And I, I take that to heart. If you want to be like me, you're going to live like me. You're going to have the same mindset as me. You're not going to be like me just by doing the workouts that I, you know, similar workouts that I do in the gym. That's just a very small part of what makes me who I am. So the way I eat, the way I schedule in my workouts, you know, my, my, my approach to making sure I get done what I need to get done that day. Um, that's what I that's what I teach them. It's more than just oh, I'm gonna go work out like Norvik and follow his routine at the gym, and I'm gonna be like him. You know, that's just a small part, a small percentage of of what makes me who I am. So, what's the what's your basic? You would say like three key changes when they're trying to lose weight uh, and when they're training. What are the three main key changes they have to use or do in to achieve those goals? So when somebody is sitting in front of me for the first time and giving me their goals and they want to lose weight, you know, I take down as much information as I can. I really get to know them outside of the gym, get to know their lifestyle, get to know how they eat, when they sleep, you know, uh, when they wake up, um, what stressors they have in their life. So as much information as I can. And I, um, and so I, I can understand exactly what had brought them to where they are. And change everything that I need to change from what brought them to how they are, and change all of that, so I can I can have an understanding and a better, uh, you know, a, a clear picture of what I need to do, what we need to do to get them to where they need to be. But you need to destroy the person that you are to become the person that you want to be. That is so true. And and uh, we do you know Joe Rogan? Of course, you would have heard. <laughs> yeah, <him>. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Um, in his podcast, I. I um I, I I heard him saying that um that one guy like he he can he had this guy on his podcast and he was saying you know but when you put banana in your shake that makes you more fat that makes it that makes you more like makes you gain more weight instead of just eating banana so if you if you eat banana it's 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 okay but if you put in your banana shake or if you're making in a protein shake it makes you gain more weight oh does it well and i was surprised this this is where there's two things that, that that pop into my head is that when when you're eating when you're chewing your your uh your banana your body has to release more enzymes um through saliva your body, your, your body has to produce more saliva release these enzymes to try to break down the food um, much better so your body can absorb it. But if you're drinking it down, if you're drinking it, you're surpassing all of that. So what's going to happen? Is it just sitting there? Is it really getting broken down and being, uh, being absorbed and being sent, uh, to specific parts of your body that needs the nutrients from that banana? Right. Yeah, um, exactly. At the same, uh, and at the same time, I really, I was surprised to hear this. Like, this is, this is like, I've never heard of this. But like, you know, I, I make banana shakes for myself. I, I make protein shakes, you know. When I'm going out, like I know I'm gonna be all day outside, so I take my meals and I take one shake just to just to fill me up for the time being. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm doing it wrong," <laughs> you know. But 
sometimes you got to do things exactly but how how much does it really impact you like when i was when i was competing and you no know, of course the key is to get as you know as, as shredded as possible get your body fat percentage as low as possible but you know my coach had me drinking my protein shake with with banana and peanut butter and no i was fine i still lost the weight and you still uh, shredding <laughs> and i was and i was still shredding and um we also have to remember that um you know as much as it's important you know to eat the foods rather than drink the foods in liquid form um that we still have to focus on how much calories you're taking in at the end of the day whether you ate the banana or you drank the banana yep 100% you've been from philippines to canada you've seen the time when there was no social media people were training in the gym you know it was different sort of fitness industry what do you think the social media has changed in fitness industry that is also impacting in a bad or good way on fitness industry okay so let's talk about the good way first and um uh one good thing about that is that there's so much information that you can that's you know that you can access out there good information and um i wish that i had you know all this available to me when i was when i was growing up as a kid i would have been able to educate myself a little bit better but at the same time there's also a lot of garbage information out there and uh since i became a, an online fitness coach in 2019 in 2019 you know, i've been a little bit more active with you know watching youtube videos um reading up on uh, you know a lot of different articles and there's a lot of scary stuff out there a lot of scary information that's being being put out there and and um you know there should be some sort of uh uh you know governing bodies to try to uh you know oh, yeah. try to wean out all these garbage information yep, yep, it's, yep, it's, yep. i think that a lot of people are just trying to self pads you know what i mean and you know unfortunately the average joe that doesn't know anything about anything and well you know we'll be a we'll be a victim of course and then that's how people get you know misled by some of the, some of the uh social media influencer you know they have like like suppose you know like you doing for 18 years or 17 years as as you just said it you know you've got this knowledge of knowledge and experience of these 18 years and someone comes along like a year ago and it tells you different totally different from you what you've been doing and then people will listen because he's just got a good body or he just maybe you know as you as you've seen it on social media like the girls when the girls start this their this journey they tend to get more followers really quicker and really faster because it's yeah. just a normal you know human tendency that to follow girls or to listen to them what they're saying because some girls are born genetically they have good bodies and etc but they add the training into it that pretends like you know that they are training good you know they're eating it it's like a really good um i think social media is just what you're doing is like you know not showing what's behind the scenes what people see it's only that like you know 40 40 seconds 30 seconds video and it's just trying to impact the world exactly and uh, i think that a lot of a lot of um these uh, influencers are just trying to sell like all these all these fads and you know passes away to um to lose weight or or you know drop weight without doing this or do this to achieve that and I just try to get some more you know followers and like like I said earlier a lot of so somebody who doesn't you know you know know any better will will listen to them but uh, for me I don't really care about about you know how many followers that I get I don't really care about you know uh maybe maybe i'm not catching enough eyes out there by giving the wrong information or selling the wrong thing but you know the followers that i do get the people that i do get reaching out to me at least you know i can sleep and you know help them and sleep at night you know knowing that you know like i was i, I kept my integrity i didn't sell something um you know that i don't believe in exactly i know that doesn't work just to try to get followers and maybe you know maybe some of those followers will buy my program You know what I mean? I've been a personal trainer for a very long time and um I I've, I've made a name for myself and for me I'd rather I'd rather you know work with a small group of people and get them amazing results and you know have everybody you know around them 
you know, see that the changes happening in them from their body and their mind, right? And their and, and their um and, and their mindset, rather than you know, training a ton of people, you know, only a couple of them getting results because I don't know, they're maybe getting lucky that they're getting results from following this this, you know, this miracle exercise program. Um so I'd rather work with a smaller group of people and then just, you know, giving, give them everything I got and really, yeah. you know, care about, you know, care about them. And to be honest, like I also contacted you looking at your clients results, because, you know, when you go through your page, you see your clients getting results, you know, and then from, from A to B or A to Z, like whatever their, their journey is, like we, we can't say that because it's you and your client knows this, but we can see the results from A to A to Z because, and that's what I like, like, okay, maybe I need to contact this guy because he, he's got a bit of knowledge. He's, he's transforming bodies. That is, you know, a really good transformation for people, for, you know, the trainers or for the other clients that you're training with. That's, and, and that's the good thing about the social media that we can, con- like, I can contact you through social media because if you're sitting in Canada, I'm sitting in Australia. And then it's, it's really, you know, like if there was no social media, social, no social media, we wouldn't be able to contact each other. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Yes. So that's true. Tell me what's your biggest strength? Um, like you have a lot of strengths, I guess, but what's your biggest strength in your eyes? Like, what do you feel like, uh, you have a, more strength in? It's, uh, it's pretty simple. And if every online fitness coach and every personal trainer, you know, had this, they would become very successful. And I think my, my biggest strength is the fact that, you know, I care, you know, I care about my clients. I care about their results. I care about their well-being. I care about their mental health, right? And also the fact that, you know, I care about, if I care enough about my clients who I'm having a, you know, a hard time getting results, I will go out there, educate myself or hire somebody or, or, um, or take a, a course to, to improve my knowledge just so I can help that individual because I care. I care about them getting results. Actually, I care about no them, one ever said this know. to me. I'm really impressed. <laughs> well, when for eight years I worked for Good Life Fitness, and it's the it's the biggest um, you know, company in, in in if not uh, North America, at least in Canada, and it's a huge cor- you know corporation. And I I trained, I trained, I managed. I think there was about you know twenty one or uh, twenty two personal trainers, and what made us successful. Is the fact that, you know, we didn't focus on the sales. We didn't focus on the scripts. We didn't focus on overcoming objections and all that crap. We just focus on making sure that, you know, we gave, you know, our clients the best results. And we made sure that we cared about, you know, every single client that we had. We cared about ourselves. We cared about our personal fitness. We cared about our, our, our time. Right. And, and because we, focused so much on caring that it made our team very successful. Um, we were surpassing our, our, our goal month by month. We were competing against, um, uh, you know, back and forth with the, the, one of the biggest um, clubs in, uh, in Canada, which was in the core downtown of Toronto, which was the most popular one out of all of Canada. We were in uh, a basement Right, just outside of a, a a subway, and that gym was small. It felt like a dungeon, um, but because we cared so much about our clients, it brought us so much, you know, business because I, because of the referrals, and we cared about um, about each other, and the type of environment that we created in there that we had members traveling from other parts of the city going into that piece of crap gym just because of the atmosphere and the environment that we've created. This is exactly what you want when you are going, actually you're putting your life in someone's hand. So this is exactly what you want. You want the trust. You want the, you want the care from the person you're putting your life into his hand because, you know, if you can't provide that, you know, and that there is like, of course, you know, people go here and there because then they're like, oh, I can go to the other trainer. But when they know that my trainer is looking after my health, looking after my well-being, you know, it's better to stick with the person, isn't it? Exactly. So, you know, 
too many too much people, too many too many trainers, too many coaches are focused too much on you know the money, 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 money. I focus on my clients. I focus on caring. And you know, even if you didn't want the money to come, the money will come. Even if you didn't want it to, you know, you just have to care enough. You know, it's that kind of energy that you're putting out there. You're putting out, you know, positive energy, and it comes back to you much greater. So, what do you think is the biggest myth in this world about fitness? The biggest myth. Oh gosh, there there's so many. Um, so, just on top of my head is that. Um, well, I was just reading about this. Uh, a little article and you know, having a discussion with a couple of members in the gym in the locker room is that you know there's no such thing as an anabolic window where you gotta get all your nutrients in and your protein shake and your fast acting carbs in within in that in that anabolic window and i think that's a myth uh, that's um, uh, one of the biggest myths because everybody's still talking about that oh oh my god i gotta get home i gotta get home right like right now i gotta get my shake in or yes, else yes, this workout yes. went to waste I'm some like, people no. say half an hour isn't it <laughs> The thing is, for many years, I, I was I was following that, you know. But um, when I when I when I became a dad, um, there's many things that I I had to stop doing because I I couldn't do anymore, and I I yeah. found out you know like wait a second like I don't need to have you know fast digesting carbs to spike my insulin to drive all the nutrients into my muscle after my workout. I had the same results going home and eating out you know a meal instead of drinking uh, a shake with fast carbs. I think, There's a lot I think of things. At the end, it that, just comes to what you're putting in your body. It doesn't matter what the time is. Exactly. Isn't it? If because your body needs it, it will use it. Yeah. Some people will say when your muscles are broken because you've worked out like the muscle pumps or the proteinness to go inside your muscles straight away because, and for some people it may work, but but it for some people it wouldn't because you know everybody is different. Exactly, and one of the one of the things that I like to focus on when getting my clients' results, and you know, and, and you know, maintaining those results and keeping those results for the long run, because at the end of the day, you know, for me, it doesn't matter if you're coming to me, you know, because you want to lose weight in ten weeks or you're doing it for for the long run. I always teach you know everybody that you know you need to do this for the long run. This is not a quick fix. Go back to your, your, you know, your old lifestyle and gain back the weight that you lost and start back from zero again, right? What what inspires you um, every day, or what inspired you? Do you have any particular thing or person who inspires you? A uh, person that inspires me, uh, probably my wife, and um, like she has, she hasn't. I can't remember since we got married. Since we started dating, I can't remember the last time she ever worked, uh, missed a workout or missed a cardio session. So even when we're on vacation, when we're on vacation, you know, usually I'm on vacation too. Screw the gym. I'm, I live in the gym. I work in the gym. I don't want anything to do with the gym. But she carries on her routine and she looks good, you know, all the time. She uh, very strict with her eating. She even meal preps her food. I'm like, oh my God, I... You're not even, we're not competing anymore. Why are you still eating out yeah, of, uh, yeah. <laughs> out of Tupperwares? And, but she's just strict like that. And she looks, she looks, she looks, you know, she looks good all year round. And she, she, a lot of my motivation comes from her because we also have a little bit of a, a friendly, um, what do you call it? Uh, competitiveness uh, between her and I. Like if she's not missing a workout, I'm not missing a workout, you know? Do you if do she's, crunchies, crunchies challenge to each other? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What I, what she, her routine, I don't, I can't follow her routine. And she can definitely not follow my routine. And as much as we love fitness together, we cannot work out together. Uh, let's say I'm doing a shoulder press and I'm in my head. It's like, okay, you know, I'm doing 12. I do 10. I'm failing. And I stop. She'll be like, why don't you do three more? Well, my routine says only 12 and I started failing at 11. Like, no, you could have done two more. I'm like, you're not my coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, very friendly competition. That's good. That's good. Um, so if she wakes up like the same time as you or has she got a different time? In uh, she wakes up a little bit uh, later than me. So yeah. I go to the gym when everybody's still sleeping. And by the time yeah, I get yeah. home, she's already up getting ready to do her cardio. 
Mm. And I love that because you're both the parents and then you're still, you know, looking after yourself, you know, and then that's, we talked about this before, like so many people just complain that I got kids, I don't have time, I don't have this, but the truth is like everyone's got time. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I actually experienced how it was like to live a sedentary lifestyle. When my son was born, everything changed, you know, I couldn't work out when I wanted to work out. Um, I couldn't eat when I wanted to eat. So that all changed uh, for me. And um, I thought that, you know what? Oh, shit. Like, it's over. <laughs> I, don't I don't have time to work out. And you know yeah. what? In eight weeks, in yeah. eight weeks, exactly eight weeks, I gained exactly 20 pounds. Oh, my God. Right. 20 pounds. And um, <clears throat> I felt like crap, you know, walking up the stairs. I was you know, out of breath. Um, uh, midday, while training my clients, I'd be standing. And I'd be like nodding. I was like, what's going on here? It's like middle of the day. Why am I so tired? And then, you know, uh, later on in the afternoon, I just felt so much stress. Like I didn't want to, I didn't have the desire to, you know, train the rest of my clients. And I'd come home moody. I'd wake up moody, you know, I'm in a bad mood. And I'm like, holy crap, is this how it's like to be unhealthy? Is this how it's like to, to live an, you know, a, a sedentary lifestyle? Like I cannot live my, my life like this. Not just for myself, but my mood, my energy affects everybody around me. Not just my clients, my son. My son picks that up. My son, my, my wife picks that up. So I said, you know what? I got to make time for myself. You know, yeah, exactly. I can say I don't have time, but you know, I can make it's all the excuses in the world for me. Yeah. Exactly. But excuses is not what's <clears throat> going to get me nah. to become better. Exactly. Action is. So I had to start waking up early, which I hated. And I still hate till this day, you know, three, three and a half years later, but I, I got to do what I got to do. So I, I'd rather I get a, you know, an okay workout at 6 a.m. or I don't work out at all and I have a shitty day. Yeah, that's true. That, that affects, if you don't go to gym, that affects, it does me too. Like I do seven days a week and I just, the day I miss gym, it's just not my best days. Like I exactly. feel it all day that I haven't done this gym. But, you know, sometimes we just get stuck into something that we just cannot attend. Exactly. Just one more thing that's, you know, having, you know, a three-year-old son and, and seeing other three-year-old kids, um, a lot of them are very, very overweight, you know? So it's like, I want to, I want my kid to live a healthy lifestyle, you know, um, become super healthy, super active, be a good kid, you know, not get sick all the time, not have to worry about him getting fat and getting obese and developing all these uh, um, health problems. So I needed to start by, you know, using myself as an example. So he sees my daily struggles and how I overcome those struggles. He sees what I, you know, uh, you know, what I eat, how I eat. He sees me working out. Right. I think um, what I think is yeah. like he will he will be raised as same mindset that you were because you know you were in the family of bodybuilders and fitness people you know and then I think he's looking after he's looking at you guys too you know, you, you guys are training you guys are eating healthy so of course it's going to affect his mindset as well to be like you guys you know like I did the, the last episode was solo episode and I just talked about all these that these days you know there are majority of people who are just skinny, like really skinny, or they're sort of skinny fat, like, you know, the gut is out, like the gut is out, and then the stomach is hanging out, but the, the whole body is skinny, or they're just like all over fat because no one's looking after them, especially when the guys or anyone who gets older, like, like over 30s or 35 years over, they just, they're not, you see on, on the street, there's you three everywhere, they're just all fat. Um, let's get to the final question because I know this is, I basically know the answer because your life story is all about this, but I want to know why, what was your main why when you started everything and what is your main why today? My main why when I started everything was, um, um, I started playing hockey when I was 10 years old and, you know, being coming from a very competitive you know, family and having a very competitive mindset, I wanted to uh, get better and better and uh, playing higher level every time. And um, I wanted to, to start playing uh, a higher, higher level hockey. 
but I knew that um, my my not only my skills but my abilities were limited. So I had to ask my brother, who's a personal trainer, to you know help me get to the level that I need to, and you know become a better athlete. So he started training me, and you know that my athleticism you know quickly improved. You know, my body changed. I started developing muscles. Even though, you know, back then, like our, our focus was in bodybuilding, that you know, I still saw a big improvement in my body composition. And so, what, what it, and but the main thing that gave me the confidence was my my ability to perform on the ice uh, as a goaltender. So that's what really drove me uh, back then. And uh, my main why is now. Um, you know, of course, I want to look good. You know, I want to get my my shoulders a little bit better. I want to get my triceps a little bit, you know, more defined. But uh, my main why now is just to to be able to um, uh, continue to live a, a healthy lifestyle, so I can I can I can be mentally healthy for for my family, right? Uh, you take care of your health. You take care of your mind. Your body will improve. Even if you didn't want it to, you know, just focus on, on living a, a, an active and healthy lifestyle. Um, you know, focusing on your nutrition. It doesn't. I'm not talking about you know going on these fad diets. Just eating high quality, good foods, and you know, fueling yourself properly. And um, you know, everything else will change, and you know, you'll see your body change for the better. Even if you didn't want it to, if you focus on your health. Hundred percent, and that is absolutely true. And I think that concludes our session. So thank you, Norwick, too much uh, for coming. And then, you know, Shady, I love you having you here. And then I'm hopefully maybe in the future we'll get back to you again and then maybe have you again with more experiences, you know, and when you maybe, you know, maybe you compete again in the in the future or when you maybe start, maybe. your son start to training, maybe we can have both of you there. <laughs> So he's not going to be a bodybuilder because he's going to end up using all my protein. <laughs> as long as he doesn't use your pre-workout and then it's not start smashing things, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So I know how it's like to raise a bodybuilder. My mom spent a lot of money on meat, right? I don't have. I don't want to take out a second mortgage just to feed another bodybuilder. <laughs> I know that's true, isn't it? Well, thank you so much, Norwick. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fit Fact King podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we get the facts about getting fit.